Welcome to Pull the Pin Ready, a place where average veterans come to share their opinions about the world we live in. We can't promise you're going to like our opinions. But we guarantee you we're going to love giving them to you. I'm Jim. And I'm Mike. And I'm James. Let's pull the pin. All right, Mike. What do we got on <coughs> the board today? Well, well, what else is there to talk about but week one in the NFL? Woo. Yeah. How, 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 how well did you do in the fantasy uh, football there, Jim? <laughs> I didn't play fantasy football. How about oh, you, Jim? Okay. <laughs> 209 points. Okay, now that that's out the way. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I appreciate I appreciate that setup. <laughs> there you go, man. I got you. I got you. <laughs> so, on to real news. I admittedly didn't watch every game, so I had to go cheat and look for some articles and see some uh, feedback. So, I was going to run through the teams and, and what uh, has been reported on all the social justice, amazing characteristics, and displays of unity that were on display for week one. All right. So let's go. Chiefs and Titans. Chiefs stood on the field for the Black National Anthem and on the sideline for the National Anthem. Texans stayed in the locker room. Jets and Bills both stayed in the locker room. Vikings and Packers. The Vikings honored George Floyd, (laughs) and they all wore their Say Their Name T-shirts with all the victims on it. The Packers stayed in the locker room. The Washington football team. Wait, let me say that again. The Washington football team. They uh, stayed on the sideline. Uh, The Eagles stayed in the locker room, but they did come out and form a little chain for the Black National Anthem. The Lions and Bears, some knelt, some stayed in the locker room. Couldn't make up their minds, I guess. Falcons and Seahawks, they displayed some kickoff where they all knelt while the ball went through the end zone. And then some knelt and some stood for the National Anthems. Ravens and Browns. Ravens stood for the now-known Black National Anthem, and most of them knelt for the National Anthem. Browns, three, three players knelt. Dolphins and Patriots. Dolphins stayed in the locker room. Patriots all stood for both. Jaguars, Colts. Jaguars stayed in the locker room. Colts stood except for the coach, Frank Reich. I don't know how to say his name, but hopefully that's right. Uh, Raiders and Panthers, uh, they just had protests, not really sure. Uh, Bengals and Chargers, they just locked arms during the National Anthem. Uh, 49ers, Cardinals, 49ers locked arms during the Black National Anthem, and some sat during the National Anthem. And the Cardinals stayed in the locker room. Saints and Bucks were all on the field, but there wasn't much information what they did. The Rams and the Cowboys, two players came out for the Rams. The rest stayed in the locker room. And the Cowboys, some of them knelt for the National Anthem. Any of that or any piece of that stand out to any one of you guys? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Mike. Oh, no, I was just going to say it is um, everybody did something different, seems like. Yeah, and I feel like the um... – the staying in the locker room approach seems to be the like the the, the the non-committal solution like you know the uh I, I like it though I mean to be honest too. with you I think it's not yeah. it's not appropriate per se but if you're not going to participate then just don't just stay in the locker room. Like the national anthem doesn't have to be a part of the game. It doesn't have to be. It could exactly. be there for the fans. Yeah. 
So I did. I mean, like if that. you want to go back into the history of it all, the the players used to didn't be out there for the national anthem. Right, and, and I'm all in the locker room. I wouldn't be opposed to that. But I think I don't know if James, maybe what you're trying to say is just the the inconsistency of what they're trying to do really confused people. Well, no, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, the because this whole thing of, you know, the however you want to look at it, the 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 agenda driven um actions that that, that that players are taking, you know, on the field, on the court, you know, whatever your chosen sport is, has been uber controversial the last couple of years. And I feel like the, well, we're just going to stay in the locker room approach is kind of the the, the, the non-controversial thing to do because you don't want to go out there and get and kneel and get slammed by the people who go, oh my God, you're an American for kneeling. But you also don't want to go out there and be standing and then get, you know, get slammed by the people who go, well, why aren't you taking part in the protest? This is important stuff and you should be using your platform for good, blah, 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 blah. I feel like, you know, the... The, the, the staying in the locker room is just kind of the, the equivalent of going, okay, my name's Bennett and I'm not in it. Well, you know l- I mean? let, me, let me give you a real example we can all relate to. What was it, 1659 hours? And you look at your watch, you're about to leave the, the unit. What happens after that? There's two songs that happen, right? <laughs> One's Retreat. <laughs> I don't remember, was, was both of them Retreat? I, I'm sorry, I, I don't remember this, but you know for a fact there were times you looked at your watch, you said, do I run outside and go to parade rest and then attention, or do I sit here and wait till it's over? And I don't think anybody listening to this has been in the military hasn't done that at least once. I've never done that. You are telling a fib. That's true, too. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I think the the, the non-committal staying inside thing isn't terrible. I think no, it's, it's I mean, not I, showing I, disrespect, I, right? Personally, I, I I approve of that of that tactic. But but let's talk about what Mike Mike addressed. I think the fact that um, there are so many teams in that list that did so many different things. How, how do we even know what we're standing for? I mean, what is the message now? Like, well, if it was unity, wouldn't they all just be doing the same thing? Well, no, I think that's a, that's a false analysis. And the reason why I say that is because... Because you don't like says, it, that's why. Yeah, that's beside the point. We all know that, Jim. Okay, well, I'm, but, I, I'm with Mike on this one. Go ahead. <laughs> You're fired. But no, when you say uh, unity, there's no unity amongst the teams, you know? And even on one team, that doesn't mean all the players are going to stand in unity together. And nothing said that. It's just... If you elect to take a knee and make a statement, do so. Some teams stayed in the uh, locker room, some didn't. I don't think they had like a memo going around the NFL saying, hey, this is what we're going to do. Wait, but I have have a problem with that fundamentally because that's my point. I mean, fundamentally, this whole movement and statement thing is to get unity in American behavior. But yet the people protesting can't even get their own behavior together. Why do you say that, though? Well, I say that because look at this stunt that, uh, who is it, the Falcons and Seahawks pulled? Yeah. 
kicking the ball and everybody taking it. I don't even know what that means, dude. Like, I don't even know. What does that mean? Does it mean you're kneeling for the kickoff? Are you, like, what does it mean? You're just coming up with a creative. So was it the, the, the kickoff, the initial kickoff? Everybody took a knee? Yes. Or was they it like the a ball in the game? They started the game, oh, kicked the ball okay. through the end zone. Everybody took a knee. Now, granted, huh. they've always taken a knee when they caught the ball in the end zone. Right. <laughs> Those wow, so there's alive. a lot of protests going on all these years and we didn't know. All it. this time we've been protesting <laughs> in the end zone and we didn't even realize it. But that I, I don't hashtag think... needs to be trending. <laughs> what hashtag is that? Oh, Jesus, I'm going to regret this. What, what hashtag is that, Jax? <laughs> <laughs> hashtag kick returners, lives matter. There you go. <laughs> There you go. I said but, it. But I why is it only, it's not only kick returners that do it too. Sometimes the guys next to them come back and support them. So they are oh, getting yeah, some support. True. They tell them to do it. Hey, yeah, they actually, yeah. Knee, yeah. yeah. But that could be the oppressor. Yeah. You need to get on your knees. I mean, yeah. I don't know. We need oh, to figure yeah. that out. Let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's see. What no, the uh, getting back to that though. Uh, I don't think uh, the, let's say the saints don't necessarily have to do the same thing that the jets do. You know, I agree because, yeah. you know, you're making a statement, you know, you're, if it's, if, it, if it's driven from your heart, if it's driven from your feelings, if it's driven from your soul, not everybody is going to have the same interpretation of how they make their representation, you know, um, no two couples make love the same way, you know, it's, right, it's still they make love together, right? Right. If they both, if one wants to be on a swing and the other one wants to be, you know, on, on the carpet, it's not going to work. So the message is no. Wrong. You're talking. He's saying no two couples. Oh, meaning, so you mean like swingers? Yeah, yeah. Let's no, go to a different it, analogy. I'm not really okay, comfortable yeah, with this one. Yeah, I'll I, I put it like this: um, when President Bush stood at the uh, World War, uh, the World Trade Center. After it came down and he had a 93% approval rating, I was like, damn, you really got to go through something to get 100%. You know what I mean? So not everybody's going to be on board with things, well, I'm man. Not, I'm not talking about the, the individual right to protest or the way they see things. I'm talking about collectively coming together to share a message. Like, for instance, the Black National Anthem, which I've never heard of in my entire life. And maybe, Mike, you can educate me on that. Uh, that was a statement saying together we are going to honor black people with their own national anthem. That was a statement that everyone understood why they were doing it. My point is if you're making a statement throughout the NFL about the cause, I understand you have your own ways, but collectively, like some of these teams did, they at least all agreed that this is how we're going to make our statement so that everyone understands it's a statement for this. Not Maybe that'll happen here coming in the near future. You know, but I think the NFL saying that this song will be played, that's the NFL making a statement in itself. Correct. A universal right? one that everyone follows right. or at least yeah. has. That, that's the statement for the organization right. as, as a singular entity. Right. Okay. But the way that the individual player. Okay, you skipped makes, something called the team. Isn't that an entity also? So the team, is. you're telling me the team couldn't come. It is, but something. some of the team, some of the teams made singular decisions, as you said. You know, unified the whole decisions. team stayed in the locker right. room, or the whole team kneeled for the kickoff. That's a unified um, decision because they all agreed to do it, or if they didn't agree with it, they all complied to it to make that statement. Correct, 
but you know, as as the leaders of those organizations, they could have said, you know, look, we either either they 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 open it up for debate and as a collective, they couldn't come up with um, a, a compromise solution. So they said, look, do your own thing. As an individual, make your own statement. But that's that's based on um, the decisions made by the leadership of the organization, you know, giving them permission or authorization but, but I just, I just feel to, like to, to make an individual statement. You, you spoke about, um, you know, the, the cowardice way of staying in the, in the locker room or the bedroom. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying it's cowardice. No, no, no. Wow. Where'd that word come from? Okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> you loser. No, you spoke, about, <laughs> you spoke about staying in the locker room, right? So that was a statement. That was a, a statement that everyone chose to do. So if you give the teams, hey, go do what you want to do, players do what you want to do, that to me is not unity. That's not saying we stand together for a cause. Really? That's like, hey, How you as an individual that? protest any way you want. Well, I mean, you have the United States of America, but if you go by the Constitution, then each state runs itself. Sure, New York doesn't still, have to do the same thing as Louisiana. Right, but the, the laws in Louisiana are for all Louisianans. Is that the right word, Louisianans? Okay, so Louisiana, being, let's say, New Orleans Saints, said mm-hmm. what? Hey, guys, if you want to kneel, kneel. But the one thing we have to do is play that song. Sure. I'm just right? saying it, it loses its, to me, the whole point of this, from my, my perspective, it loses its weight to me when even the people on the same team can't get together and say, hey, we're doing this because of this and this is how we're going to do it. I, I like you personally. But you're saying that you're taking an entire, what is it, 59-man roster this year and saying every single one of you have to have the same opinion or you have to have no opinion at all. That's basically what you're saying. No, I'm saying if you're going to cry unity, you should at least be unified. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to say the United so the only way States to show of America, you all need to be in the United States. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're free to have they're your all, own will. They're all in the NFL. Right, which decided right. to play the national anthem. Right. And the black national anthem. Okay, so now that's that unit. I didn't even know there was a black nation here. I thought we were still one nation under God, indivisible, oh, with liberty God. and justice for all. That's pretty good. You memorized 14 it. 14 minutes. Okay. <laughs> so that was a good segue, uh, James. Why don't, Mike, Mike, why don't you educate us on the history of your national anthem? It's not my national anthem. I thought you were black. Yeah, but it's only in color. Oh. How oh. dare you assume? <laughs> Sorry, dude. I, I, all these years, dude, I was only friends with you because you were my token black guy. I know. Trust me, Jim. Holy I know. Cow. Now I've got to reconsider. Hey, the tables are turned. You know you were my token white guy. You know? <laughs> I appreciate that. You know? Yeah. Anytime I needed a little bit of privilege. There I, you go. I don't mind go being Jim. used. <laughs> Please take a brag. I got one friend. No, is it uh, in the prep up for the show? Let's let's talk about what uh, James was talking about with Drew Brees. How he caught a lot of flack what, a couple months ago. I think it was a couple months ago, right? Because he said, "Hey, I'm not going to protest that. I'm not going to kneel." And he caught a lot of flack about it, right? I saw that as no different than some of his teammates who elected to take a knee. They caught a lot of flack about that. I mean, hell. but what what happened to Drew Brees? 
I don't know what happened to him. He came out and apologized. He came out and reversed on everything he said because he felt the pressure of the team. You really think he felt the pressure of the team? Well, he felt something because he, de- he definitely did a 180. Oh, okay. All right. So, did he take a knee? He, here's the thing. I, I, I feel like a, a lot of... <laughs> I, I feel like a, a lot of what Drew Brees said was misinterpreted because Drew, Drew Brees never said that he wouldn't stand up for equality. He never said that he wouldn't right. stand up for, um, you know, ending police brutality or, or, or any of that business. All he said was, I'm not kneeling during the national anthem because I love this country and everything it's done for me and my family. That's what Drew Brees said. But, you know, and, and, and every conversation, there's two sides, right? There's a sender and a receiver. There's an, an intention and a perception. And the perception was that Drew Brees said, oh, I'm not going to take part in any equality protests when that's not really what he said. He just said, I'm not going, I feel like it's disgraceful to the country to kneel during the anthem. That's what he said. So the, let me throw this at you, Mike, keeping on that same format. What about the Baltimore Ravens? They stood for this alleged black national anthem that you know nothing about or is Absolutely. not in your history, but then they knelt for the national anthem. Is that not taking a, a different stance? Are they not showing respect for one and then disrespect for another? I mean, I don't understand. How okay. That-, well, that goes back to what James just said. There's a perception. You perceive it as uh, disrespect to one and respect to the other. They don't necessarily see it that way. What do you see it as? My knees got, I just got tired of standing, so I kneeled. What, what do you see it as? No. Okay. They're protesting the national anthem. Right? If you really want to, now you want to talk about, say what? Because they don't like the words? What What do they protest? I don't, I don't know. I can't speak for all oh. of them. But I know that they're protesting it, right? Because of, maybe because of what it stands for. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, to me, for someone to say that's disrespect, I have yet to meet one person that can really tell me how kneeling during that song is disrespecting the flag or the country. I cannot understand why people say that. Would I ever do it? No. But... I don't always stand for the thing. And that goes to what we were talking about at 16, well, 1550, what, I can't remember, 1650, when you're looking at your watch and you don't want to go outside because what? You don't want to pay your respect to the flag. So were all those soldiers who are doing it today and in the past, were they disrespectful to the flag? Well, they didn't go out there and kneel. That's an overt act. A covert act is to not No, an overt act is refusing to go outside Right. Well, you can Overtly argue, refusing you can to go that. outside. You, you it's no argument. That. That's what it is. They refuse to go outside to pay respect because they didn't want to pay respect. To no, the no, I, I don't think it. I don't think it was in the rules or the uh, the regulations that you had to run outside and stand for the, the national anthem. OK, the so regulation says even if you're driving and you heard the national anthem, right. you stop and you that was the rule. And that was right. what you did. And so the soldiers who you were talking about, right? And you said, we have all done it. The soldiers who intentionally did not do that, did not want to pay respect to the flag. At that moment. Many and, moments there, buddy. And, and even if even if they heard it, they can still stand at attention inside without going through all the... 
running outside and, and setting up. And, really? And you saying that all the times that you did not go outside? Don't turn this on me. Don't turn this on me. not going to be your little counseling session here. Knock it off. Let, let's move on to, to the next thing I wanted to talk about. Um, just tell me how this sounds and what you saw when you saw this. The Washington football team. <laughs> I literally saw that and I was like, what did I just read? The, they still don't even have a name? Is that what they're going with? Hey, no, my youngest son was three days old before he had a name, um, and I caught uh, I caught complete hell from uh, my wife's aunt for those three days until that poor child had a name because we couldn't decide on one. Okay, there so, you have it. <laughs> so, is a week too long? Two weeks? Three weeks? A season? What is it? Your kid's like nine years old and the teacher doesn't know hey, how, how do I address uh, you? So I look at it like this, Jim. James, you probably agree with this. They're staying in the locker room on that one. They're uncommitted <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> That's what it is. But the Kansas City Chiefs were actually out there. Hey, it's coming. <laughs> It's coming, buddy. I, I, you know, I just want to really point it out because I really I couldn't stop laughing when I saw that. I was just like the Washington. I didn't I didn't believe it really happened. I thought they came up with something or just decided. Oh yeah, not my thing. Nah, I don't. I don't. I don't no. So, it's the Washington football team. So, Mr. James, there, you said you you saw a lot of the stickers and stuff on the names and the jerseys and all that stuff. I didn't catch a lot of that stuff. You want to talk about some of the stuff you saw with that? Uh, yeah. So you know the. No. Um, <laughs> Oh, wait, Mr. James. Are you Mr. James or am I Mr. James? Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. I can't do that anymore. <laughs> Mr. Malibone. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mr. Malibone's my dad, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll answer because he's not here. Um, so, you know, they've, they've, they've taken that little guard at the back of the helmet. Um, and the NFL has got uh, this, this pre-approved list of, of names or uh, social justice statements that you can put on this little. <laughs> I'm you, there, there are people, you didn't know? There are people oh. that are listening that can't um, see this. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, right. Um, so, yeah, so, so they have this, this pre approved list of names or social justice statements that you can put on that little band right there that has been. Um, you know, reserved for the team names forever because, well, that's just the NFL. Um, and uh, I, I tried to take note of as many of them as I could along with the player, but it's like you so infrequently see that, and I feel like it's almost a little placating by the NFL to be like, okay, yeah, we're going to give you this little patch, but it's a little patch that rarely anybody's going to see. But you did um, see one. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, so I saw, um, like, uh, Tom Brady, for example, had um, end racism on his, um, which, yeah, okay, that's a good message. I agree with that. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, well, <laughs> Mike, what? Mike, you got a problem with ending racism? No. no. But, hey. <laughs> Mike is not an all lives matter kind of guy. No, Mike's a my life matters kind of guy. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, don't turn this on me. Don't turn- <laughs> <I'm safe. laughs> 
Um, but then, you know, same game, uh, a, a, another Tampa Bay player who I was not able to get his name, but I did catch the name on the back of his helmet. Um, and the name was Paul Monroe, who I admittedly had no idea who Paul Monroe was. Uh, um, I, I admittedly thought he was a guy from uh, Jesus on Walking Dead. So. It's no a great clue. show, but we're not, we're, we're not plugging AMC here. Yeah. Oh, right, right. But I did like Walking Dead for a couple seasons. Anyway, okay. that's another topic. Go on. Right. So, you know, of course, you know, I go I, I go to the University of Google and I'm and I'm trying to find out who Paul Monroe is. And and in 1993, Paul Monroe uh, was a 23 year old black man in Austin, Texas, who. Um, hang on a sec. I got this news article here, you know, um, 23-year-old robbery suspect uh, repeatedly ignored orders to stop running and reached toward four loaded pistols in the waistband of his pants when he was shot in the stomach uh, one time by Austin PD at an apartment in North Com- uh, an apartment complex in North Austin. I'm assuming um, no justice was ever served for that. I don't know. Um, I've. I haven't done like I mean the amount of research I did was about this big. That's more. Um, that's more than we did. <laughs> so, well, I mean, so I understand some of the statements that are trying to be made here. Um, but you disagree with that one? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, if that, if, if mean, that you is, guys, you guys were law enforcement, okay? If a guy had four pistols in his waistband and he had already ignored multiple commands to stop and he goes to reach for that waistband, what are you going to do as law enforcement officials? Call a counselor. Call back up. <laughs> Get a, a service person out there to talk him out of it. <laughs> but no, uh, I'll agree with you, James, that uh, if that is indeed the Paul Monroe, because our together, all of our research is about that much, right? But if that is indeed the Paul Monroe, then I have to question the, uh, it said the approved list, right? So who approved that list? Or at least approved that person being on the list? Right, some of the high profile ones were even questionable, and now they're bringing back some from, what, 93? Yeah. So my thing is, you know, I have to, mm, I have to take a knee on that one. What? (laughs) So... let, let's push into this because uh, we're going we're gonna to be pushing the end here. Let's push around and uh, just let's give me an idea what you guys think next week is going to look like. You think there's going to be a, a same amount of, of social justice stuff? You think it's going to simmer down? Because I don't know if you guys agree with the ratings and, and if they were um, anything related to all the social justice stuff. But what do you guys think for next week? I think uh, as the season goes on, it's going to die down. I would even bet that next season the black national anthem will probably won't be played next week or, or the, next season next season season like the next season oh my jeez i'm talking about yeah. next week yeah i know i'm just saying oh, all right. i said i think it's gonna die down all of the uh protests and all that is gonna die down and i said i venture to say by next season the uh it'll probably be offered as an option to play the other national anthem Okay, what do you think, Mr. Malibone? I think uh, Roger Goodell is probably a huge fan of the show, and he's going to make them play it forever just to make Mike wrong. 
That, that's a good point. Who's Roger Goodell? Just <laughs> so what do you think, Jim? Well, I, I, I did hear in the beginning that the, the Black National Anthem, I thought, was just for the first week. Okay. I, I don't know if I heard it correctly or not, but I, I think... I, didn't, I, didn't, I never heard I that I think one. if the ratings are tied to the social justice, I think we'll see it die down a lot quicker. I think they'll use the excuse like, well, we made our point. Let's play football now. You know, I think they'll try yeah. to, to back on that, um, even though they, their point didn't change anything. Um, but I think they'll, they'll die down if the ratings are tied to. You really don't think it changed anything? Oh, yeah. It got us to talk about it. There you go. Yeah, you're right. So that yeah. changed. It changed the topic at the dinner table. Yeah. But it also lost hey. a lot it of viewers. It starts with a discussion, though. When people start talking, that's when, you know, like the, 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 the first million mile journey but, starts with a single step. But we're not and, talking about cops shooting and racism. We're talking about people kneeling and disrespect. We're talking about the wrong things because of the way they approach the topic. I, I'm all for it. Me and Mike can talk about stuff all the time on this show. If we want to talk about racism, we talk about racism. I don't need to, to ban Mike or Neil every time he comes on the show just to say, you need to talk to me about it, Mike. Like, I don't need to do that. We just talk because that's what we are. We're adults. We talk. But anyways, let's move into our, our next you, part because, yeah, you just wow. gave me the ugly look. And I'm yeah. just, <laughs> just to... <Say> what? <laughs> All right, man, you got to say something, say it, because I'm just going to put you on the spot here in a second anyway. Because I'm going to actually, before we move to our next segment, I'm going to have Mike sing us the Black National Anthem. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. What is it, Lift hey, Every Voice? Is that it? Do you even Lift know the- Every Voice and Sing Till Earth and Heaven okay. Ring. What was that? Uh, I don't know, but it is on okay. the way. But, uh, yeah. But have you have you ever heard the song though? Seriously, uh, I heard in its entirety. I, I didn't know. I, I've heard parts of it. Just because they introduced it as the Black National Anthem, I couldn't because yeah. it's not for me. Yeah, it's not like it was ever intended for it to be the Black National Anthem, but, right, but I can't it's been dubbed. Anymore. Yeah, I can't. So what? I was going to listen to it on my playlist, but I'm not black, and I don't want to culture appropriate. Well, if that's the case, and some people say the. the U.S. national anthem is a white national anthem. Well, yeah, if you look at some the, people, but then yeah, if you look at all the, people in the United States. Stop yeah, trying to know, turn this into something else. No, I'm just, we, no, I'm just saying, man. If you really want gonna, to talk about the history of it, that's why I said, don't we're, come to we're me gonna with the black on. national anthem. We're going to move on because Mike yeah. doesn't know the words and he's trying to tap dance <laughs> and he's going to try and get out of singing it. That's Do you it. know all the words to the national anthem? We are going to move on. Yes, but we are not going to sing it right here. I we're gonna guarantee move on. you don't. Oh, my goodness. We are going to move on to a segment <laughs> called Pull the Pin Ready. And Mike, you can challenge me later on all you want, but we're going to move on because we've got to. Uh, so this you is a segment. So, so lucky we are time. Our namesake, <laughs> Pull the Pin Ready, somewhere we discuss something we are just annoyed about in the world and share it with each other and you guys. So uh, what did you say, Mike? You want to take the honors? Is that what you said? Oh, no, no. I was just joking because I know if I did what I intended to do, you guys will laugh at me. When I leave, so I, I have to hear what James has to say first. I, I, I'm just dying to hear. Let's give Mr. Valable in the honors. Okay. He's, not a, he's not a rookie anymore. So I am going to go ahead and just light this powder keg um, because oh, I want I want to pull the pin on the definition of the word racism. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm going there, Mike. Um, here, here's the thing. Right. Do you know why? 
Huh? He's a racist. No. No. no Anybody wants fact, to redefine not racism? To ta- I don't want to take anything away from him, but I'm sure I'm going to agree with this. Okay. Because people perceive racism as negativity towards a person based on their skin color. And that's not necessarily true. Because... Um, okay, let's, let, let, okay, you know. This what, is a, what, a small pull-the-pin segment here, Mr. <laughs> okay, Malibu. We could look, do a whole show on this if you'd like. Okay, the <laughs> the use of the N-word, right? You say, I can say it because I'm black and you can't say it because you're white. Well, no, that's that's racist in and of itself. It's either a good word and everybody can say it, or it's a bad word and nobody can say it. It's not... If you're if you're basing any sort of decision whatsoever, whether it's good or bad, on someone's skin color, that is racism. If you voted for Barack Obama because he's a brother, that's racism. Affirmative action is racism. Any decision based on the color of someone's skin, whether you're doing them negative or you're doing them positive if you're making the decision based on the color of their skin that is racism mike i don't have a mute button but he's taking away a whole show of ours so why don't you go ahead and move on? Uh, i thought i was i have to retract my statement where i said I, i'm sure i'm Save it for the show get to, to <laughs> before we get cut off Listen, uh, <laughs> we have to do a show on race. We will have so, to do a show on this. Yeah, we have to. And I, I, I will, on this one, <laughs> I can't even, I can't, Joe. I can't. Would you like me to go, Mike, while you take yes, a minute please, to breathe? please, please. All right, because I'm going to make a, a bunch of people mad, too, here, uh, just a different gender. Um, cause, and I'm going to keep it sports-related, because something I've noticed recently, it really, really annoys the crap out of me. And no, I'm not saying there aren't capable women out there, but I'm getting sick and tired of token women sportscasters and you know what i'm talking about the women that look beautiful and have no freaking clue what they're talking about now there's women out there that do there's sportscasters that that know probably more than me in certain sports but i seen some just the other day and i'm like all they're doing is introduction stuff they're not talking stats players they're just talking general teleprompter crap and that to me is really annoying just because they're these Beautiful women, and you want to say, "Hey, we got women sports guys." I, I'm done with it. I'm tired. Get them off, or find some women who know what they're talking about. Wow. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know the guys out there that do those things too. That do yes, women. and I don't like them either. But they're not token men because we already have enough men sportscasters. Gotcha. It's the token part. It's that the you're token part about. that. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, for my uh, pull the pin for today, I'm going to uh, uh, I, I have to pull the pin on the definition of the word racism. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really have to. It's, uh, for me, the definition is uh, the inherent belief that one race is superior to another race based solely on race, okay? But here in America, that definition has definitely changed, okay? Because if I do something and um, a white person does it, a white guy, Jim, does the same exact thing, and he gets labeled as committing a hate crime, I, I take issue with that. 
You, you get what I'm saying? But if someone else of a different race does the same thing, it's not a hate crime. And that's 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 what I don't like when it comes to that word racism. I totally disagree with James, but Jim said we're going to have a show on racism, so I'm going to... Well, uh, I, think, I, I think can't Mr. wait Malibu, for that show to happen. <laughs> I think Mr. Malibu will try to fit too much in there. That's why you disagree with him, because I don't think he could elaborate on his points, which is why I wanted to stop him, because I want to do a whole show on this. Yes. <laughs> but, hey, but that, it's all in good fun. That, Jim and I have had this conversation offline before, so... Oh, Jesus, I wish that was recorded, but okay. <laughs> Oh, we'll record it because it's not like I'm going to make anything up next time. <laughs> my opinions are still my opinions, and I can't promise you're going to like them, but I guarantee I'm going to enjoy giving them to you. Okay. Anyway, yeah, that's it. That is all the time we have for today's episode. <laughs> we hope you enjoy what we had to say. We hope you come back for the next one. Until next time, Godspeed and pull the pin.